photo by Daria Rem on Pexels.com. There is a term coming up in the psychology field, gaslighting. According to Wikipedia, gaslighting is a colloquialism for a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator successfully has the target, a person or a group of people, question the reality, memory, or perceptions. When you are being gaslighted, you are being abused. Once you understand the basics, you will have the ability to prevent, avoid, or alter the conversation to remove the power of the gaslighting individual. According to Robin Stern, Ph.D., author of the book The Gaslight Effect, How to Spot and Survive the Hidden Manipulation Others Use to Control Your Life, signs that you are a victim of gaslighting include No longer feeling like the person you used to be Being more anxious and less confident than you used to be Often wondering if you are too sensitive feeling like everything you do is wrong. Always thinking it is your fault when things go wrong. Apologizing often. Having a sense that something's wrong but being unable to identify what it is. Often questioning whether your response to your partner or the individual is appropriate, for example, wondering if you were too unreasonable or not loving enough making excuses for your partner's behavior. Avoiding giving information to friends or family members to avoid confrontation about your partner. Feeling isolated from friends and family. Finding it increasingly hard to make decisions. Feeling hopeless and talking little to no pleasure in activities you used to enjoy. There are particular ways people who gaslight manipulates you into doubting your reality. It may be something they do intentionally or unintentionally. Your role is to identify the situation as soon as possible and develop skills to protect yourself from being manipulated. To protect yourself, you may not need to confront the individual. Not everyone gaslighting is someone who can handle confrontation. Identifying the gaslighting situation is to equip yourself with skills to feel confident in your skin and understand you cannot change or affect the gaslighting individual. It is not your place to fix them. It is your place to focus on yourself and protect your happiness from their manipulation. According to Psychology Today, Stephanie Asarkis PhD wrote 11 warning signs of gaslighting as the following. 1. They tell blatant lies. 2. They deny they ever said something, even though you have proof. 3. They use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. 4. They wear you down over time. 5. Their actions do not match their words. 6. They throw in positive reinforcement to confuse you. 7. They know confusion weakens people. 8. They project. 9. They try to align people against you. 10. They tell you or others that you are crazy. 11. They tell you everyone else is a liar. As you get around these people, you find yourself doubting your feelings, reactions and trying to be a better person to comfort the individual. You apologize more than you should. It causes you to question your instincts. Other times, you may not even recognize you were being gaslighted until you rethink a particular situation and how you felt about it. According to Carola Lambert, MSW, on the Psychology Today blog, there are seven strategies to self-protection against a gaslighter. Hold on to what you know is true. Stop and think. Don't tell the gaslighter that they're lying. When you encounter a distortion of the truth aimed at blaming you, declare that you know you're not to blame and won't take responsibility. Approach the gaslighter with a concern directly. Point out what you observe about the gaslighter's behavior that makes communication difficult and, at times, impossible. Disengage, avoid, self-talk your truth given to avoid the hard time from the gaslighter. The more educated the art of gaslighting, 
the better you will be at identifying when you are being put in that situation. The better prepared you can be at defending, removing, and avoiding those kinds of individuals and conversations. You do not have to fight every fire with fire. Sometimes the best way to protect your happiness and sanity is to avoid the individual. In some cases, you may not be able to prevent them. For those cases, you may want to seek professional help to equip you with more therapy to process a lifetime of dealing with a gaslighter. There is a best, better, good, and bad way to handle the gaslighter for each situation. It takes time for you to build your defenses to a gaslighter. For me, it took many years of therapy. I was being gaslighted all over the place. I grew tired of not being in control of my life. It felt like every move I made, I had someone there to tell me I was wrong for desiring that situation. After I learned about gaslighting, I was able to protect myself against those situations. I acquired the skills of accepting my reality as truth. That was one of the hardest of all the skills I learned. For so long, I was told I was wrong, incorrect, or incapable of making my own decisions. I took back my power by standing up for myself. I identified my boundaries and will not. Then, I stood my ground to defend those boundaries. I separated, ignored, and removed those individuals who made me feel as if I were wrong for my truth. No one on this planet has the right to tell me what I stand for or that I am wrong for what I want in my life. I still have moments where I fail to recognize a gaslighter immediately. I accept that as part of this process. The boundaries are my absolutes. I do not apologize for my boundaries. I will not move my line to make another person comfortable, either. I will defend myself above others because it is how I achieve happiness in my life. Boundaries are essential for everyone. The first part in setting a boundary is to identify the kinds of limits for you to set, emotional, physical, sexual, workplace, material, and time to name a few. These boundaries are there to protect your happiness in the various topics. When you think about each category, think about how you would feel if someone were violating you. Emotionally, someone who violates you emotionally, may be a family member. They give you the silent treatment rather than resolving the issue. It is emotionally abusive when the punishment does not fit the crime. For example, you had a simple disagreement, yet, you spend months apologizing for the single encounter. This is a violation of your emotional boundary. You should set an if-then statement on the situation. If this person chooses to hold a grudge beyond a week, then, you will accept their actions and stop apologizing for their decisions. Physical, someone who violates your physical boundary could be someone who puts their hands on you or refuses to respect your home as a boundary. They may slap your shoulder repeatedly. Or they show up unannounced at all hours of the time. The boundary you identify here is where you are comfortable interacting with the individual. If you dislike the constant touching, you make a point to keep a separation between you. If you dislike showing up at all hours of the day unannounced, you make a point to only accept the unexpected visit during hours you are comfortable. Sexual, a sexual violation of a boundary may be a lover cheating on you or pushing you to perform a sexual act that you are not comfortable engaging in with that partner. You have an open and honest with your partner. If that person is dismissive of your feelings in this area, it may be other issues going on with that person and your relationship. Setting strict boundaries that you are comfortable in engaging with another person. This is not about the comfort of your partner but your comfort and happiness. You are worthy of respect and consideration in your most vulnerable moments. Workplace, when someone cuts you down or abuses your space, it can be a violation of your workplace boundary. For example, you get to work and find your office supplies tossed around. 
You see, a couple of your supplies were taken and not returned, or your lunch was eaten without you giving someone permission to consume it, or in the meeting, you were rudely interrupted by your co-worker looking to gain an advance based on your ideas. These are examples of where your workplace boundaries are violated. It is often an uncomfortable conversation to confront someone who is breaking your limits. When you add the work factor to the situation, it may cause you to feel you're unrealistic in your feelings. However, you are not. You are having your boundaries violated. There are several different ways to approach a workplace violation of your boundaries. One approach is to have a clear separation of work-slash-life balance. Keep your co-workers at work and your friends at home. Lock office supplies in desks before leaving for the day. Label your supplies and keep a record of those supplies lent to co-workers. Politely have a private conversation with a co-worker cutting you off. Or, if you are more comfortable, bring HR or a third party into the room while you work out your boundaries with a co-worker. Material, you are asked to borrow an item. When you lend the thing to the person, you need to decide your expectation of returning the item. You may outline your boundaries for care in writing or verbally explaining the care-slash-cleaning of the thing. Or, if it is a person who has a history of failing to return the item, explaining to them your refusal because of their actions may be appropriate. It is your stuff. You have the right to say no to anyone. Time, you make a lunch date with a friend who is consistently late. In establishing a time boundary, you decide how long you are willing to wait. If the person is beyond that time, you give yourself the authority to cancel or reschedule the meeting. Communication is critical here. If you are dealing with someone you know as a poor time manager, it may be better for you to schedule plans to show up after they arrive. Or you are deciding that anything over 15 minutes later than the agreed-upon time is unacceptable. Be realistic with your boundaries. Just because you set an absolute does not mean someone will not violate them. It is up to you in the situation to decide if your boundary is worth bending. If you find yourself bending your boundaries for a gaslighting person, perhaps this is the time you stand true to your limits. If the individual chooses not to respect your spoken boundary, it is up to you how close or far of space you put between the two of you. The point of all this is to recognize that your happiness matters. Whether someone is abusing your boundaries or gaslighting you, your happiness is sacrificed for theirs. It is time you take back your power and stand up to those who fail to value your happiness. You are worth more than the lessening those people are trying to label you. Your happiness is an essential aspect of your life. If you are not happy, you may want to consider if you are being gaslighted or your boundaries are violated.